I'm Justin. And I'm Blake. And this is the How Do You Figure podcast. Justin, who is our guest this week? Our guest this week from Boss Fight Studios is Eric Arana. Hi there. <laughs> Thank you, Oh, thank you for having me, guys. Eric and I have known each other for, I think, over 20 years. Yeah. And he was yeah. at the top of the list of people to have on the podcast when we launched the podcast. Yeah. But I always uh, thought, well, I'll wait until we get our shit together. And then we never got our shit together. <laughs> well, Justin, uh, that's a long time coming. So now I'm just asking people I really want to see. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's become the trick. I feel like the longer the pandemic is, the more I'm like, do you want to come on a podcast so we can say hello? Yeah. Because <laughs> unless I have a built-in topic like a, like a podcast would, I have nothing to say to people. If anyone's like, how are you? I'm like, you know how I am. The The pandemic has ruined everything. I'm still working, but I don't want to talk about that. So you have to give me <laughs> an outline and, and a purpose to talk now. Yeah, if we're not talking about toys. We really don't want to talk. <laughs> <laughs> How's the entertainment industry? Broken. More Bad. broken than it ever was. <laughs> What's LA like? Oh, it's on fire in more ways than one. <laughs> But Blake, did you get any toys this week? I did. I actually got a handful. I got one this very morning from Hasbro Pulse, uh, which is their new Marvel Legends Thanos that I I love. I'm a sucker for just him having the snapping fingers to go with. Yeah. And really, the only other one I have is is the movie Legends figure. And it's nice having the comic book one just pops more. The colors are a lot more vibrant. He's not as muted. So I, and, and he's big. The other one I got is also from a comic book, but now it's out of what Justin knows. And I finished the DC McFarlane build a figure for the Batman merciless from the metal line. Now, wait a minute. That's Batman. Yes. And an ultimate <laughs> dark multiverse story where he steals, uh, not Hades, but the other Wonder Woman villains armor. Yes, Ares. Thank you. Um, you know, Justin, this is part of that line I had been showing you where pretty much every Justice League character has a what if story of if Batman took the speed force or if he became the doomsday creature to stop Superman. And uh, I finally tracked down the last figure I needed to complete the giant Wonder Woman one. And let me tell you, it is it's a beast of a figure. I love it. It, it's it's enormous. It's very pointy, which tells me it's great. Uh, and it's like nice. when I was your age, Batman was a man who put tights on, and he had a little boy with him. When yeah, Batman was popular in your time, giant he was... robot samurai. <laughs> well, look, Justin, I was born in 1989. When I came around, Batman was already <laughs> blowing up factories. He was dropping people down sewers with bombs. He didn't have any sense of care. <laughs> this is your this is your Batman. The Millennials Batman is just a killing machine. <laughs> and there's like 20 of them. <laughs> <laughs> there couldn't be more. Yeah. Uh Eric, did you get any toys this week? I finally uh got my hands on a uh an AEW uh Jazzwares uh Pentagon Jr., which Great. had had been eluding me. Um, I got the Ray Phoenix a couple months back, a couple weeks back, but, uh, yeah, and he, he's pretty solid. Um, I love the articulation on the AEW figures works really nice. 
Joints look really nice. Yeah, I just picked up uh, Series 3 of the AEW figures. Uh, the first ones I found in the stores. And uh, I like the Darby Allen a lot. The Orange Cast is fun. Uh, it's a fun line. Yeah, I'm looking forward to... Uh, I, I only buy Luchadors um, to, to keep my spending habits uh in in check i only buy luchadors so um i am very excited about uh um santana and ortiz uh two of my favorite wrestlers yeah and um uh criminally underused actually at AEW. i I wish they were doing doing a bit more but they seem to be doing more the last couple of weeks so and I thought they'd be doing more. Like when they came in, I thought like, oh, they're going to be, you know, the number two team. But yeah, yeah I think. Hank, Hank, I think eventually. What toys did Hank get this week, Justin? Uh, he stole from, he just stole from uh, Prince Presley some sort of uh, duck, I think. <laughs> When he wants attention, he knows to steal the other dogs. No, the, the the duck is one of the hardest to find of the pet yeah, the shape, universe. The, the variant duck. So yeah. <laughs> uh, but I got the Rat King, and oh, nice. I have kept the streak alive. I have managed to get all of the Ninja Turtle animated figures without paying above retail. How are you going to get Scrag? Are you going to do, are you all in on the loot crate now? Uh, I guess I have to get the loot crate. I, ah, very like, I have no interest in the movie figures. As you know, Uh, the, the, the video game figure, I don't think it looks that great. I don't have any other video game figures. I don't have any other comic figures. But yes, I am probably going to end up paying $250 for two animated figures and then see like what to do about the rest of it. Giveaways for the podcast, Justin. Vernon is one of those... It's one of the first figures they've made that like they didn't make in that original line. That as a kid, I always wondered why they didn't make him, especially when you have like the rat version of him. I felt like anytime anyone mutated into an animal on that show, it should have been made into a figure. (laughs) But 30 years later, we got him. I'm happy about it. And yes, I'm going to be paying over $200 for a couple of other figures. (laughs) Uh, Eric, I feel like you've managed to stay away from the Ninja Turtles. Oh yeah, yeah. Well, my my um, age kind of cut me off. I and I, I never got into it in the first place. I never watched it. Never. I mean, I I, I knew it, knew what it, what it was, and I think the toys are fantastic, especially those vintage ones. If you go back and look at them, like so much creativity, so much uh, fun designs. Um, but I never was into it as a as a as a fan. So I I've managed, especially nowadays, where there's a lot of really great Ninja Turtle lines out there from like every company. I I don't know how the people who who do collect all of it, it uh, pay their mortgage. Like how do they 
yeah, I, I, I don't believe that it's possible. Yeah, I I think you have to stick with one uh, one type of turtle and write it out because yeah. if you were a turtle completist at this point, you'd be in bad shape. Yeah, I, mean, <laughs> so, I, I think that about a lot of lines though. Uh, when I when I see like the the Star Wars completist or the WWE completists or the like, that's crazy. Like, there's so much product and you know Marvel Legends too. Like you see it and like the uh, I swear there's a new new wave of six figures out every month it, it, of just the six inch stuff. Like, uh, you know, like with WWE with Mattel, it's more like they've got two or three different waves out a month. It's crazy how fast they get that stuff out. And if you're a completist, how do you, how do you do that? What, what kind of job do you have that you can pay for all that? I think it's just stockholders buying their own product to keep ah. up. <laughs> I've learned with the WWE Mattel stuff that if I don't pick it up the first time I see it, there's a good chance I won't see it a second time. So even yep. if I'm on the fence about buying something, I feel kind of pressured to pick it up right then because there's things that I saw once, thought, oh, I'll pick it up the next time I see it. And I never saw it again because the yeah. turnover is so fast. So speaking of wrestling and all of this, the real reason I wanted to have you on right now is because you guys just released your first Lucha figures, the Pentagon and Phoenix. Uh, it's a insane time for wrestling action figures right now because, really cool. <laughs> <laughs> yep, like basically if you want a character, it's out there. Uh, there's Japanese stuff. There's uh, stuff from Mexico. There's, of course, American stuff. There's indie stuff. And Pentagon and Phoenix have been two of my favorite wrestlers for years now. Yeah. Uh, how did the relationship with them and, uh, like, how did this all come together? Well, it, 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 um, it, it's funny. The Legends of Lucha Libre line, we um, at Toy Fair in 2019. Pamela Harris came to us and she was a representative for, uh, um, for Mask Republic. And she, she sought us out and, and we started talking about making Luchador, Lucha, a Lucha Libre line of figures. And um, it just kind of blossomed from there. It, it, it went really fast. Like, especially once we met Kevin Kleinrock, who, who is, is our, our guy at Master Republic. Like once we met and, um, He's, you know, it, we started to learn what his background was, what they wanted from us, what um, what talent they had signed. It was like, yeah, we, we should do this. It would be our first foray into six inch, which our company has had not done yet. Um, all of us at the company have worked on six inch product before when we were at Hasbro or, or wherever, but um, it would be our company's first six inch product. So we we took it on as a challenge. We also took it on because we were fans. Uh, like you said, you know, Pentagon and, and Ray Phoenix have been two of my favorites as well. Uh, I first got introduced to them on Lucha Underground and I, I've been following them ever since. Like they're, they're two of the best wrestlers in the world. Um, uh, they, you know, so once, especially, once we knew that they were part of the deal, we were like, yeah, we, we should do this. And um, then the other 
names started coming up and we started talking about, you know, Tanibus Jr. and Laredo Kid and Lady Matavia and Taya Valkyrie, um, Juventud Guerrero. Like we, we have all these people that we have, we have access to. And, and there's actually so much more that we have planned and so many more. So the, the talent pool of um, Masked Republic has been growing over the past like two years and it's it's we've got like access to like 30 or 40 uh luchadors luchadoras wow it's very exciting that is very um, exciting (laughs) it it is and one of the really cool things um a lot of them are you know legends uh that aren't really active anymore necessarily at least in, in in ring active um but uh, they were active through the 90s. So we, we have access to a lot of legends. We have access to a lot of modern talent. And, you know, like, it, so that's very cool as well. So our, our line, you know, Legends of Lucha Libre, it's, it's, it really is like we're jumping all around. Time. Like every wave isn't going to be all modern. Like our second wave has... Uh, early 90s Conan with the mask from Mexico and then uh, current blind spot by the way in like wrestling figure collecting that there has not been a good version of that Conan prior to now yeah shocking and Conan's one of my favorite wrestlers like I uh I, I loved him on WCW like you know he he um you know, and you know, of course, an NWO and stuff. But for for me, it was really about like him being uh, part of the Filthy Animals with Rey Mysterio and Billy Kidman and all that. Like, I just i i love i love Cholo uh, Conan. And but we really it, it, as we realized we had Conan him in the mask because it hasn't been done. Like we are, uh, so we had to like that was the first version we had to do. And he's a great guy. Like he's super cool about, um, you know, we, we get them at, we get, we get the talent as involved as they want to be involved. So, and some, some want to be more involved. Some want to be less involved. Um, but, uh, you know, Conan's been very cool about, you know, wanting to, wanting to, uh, approve and see things. And <laughs> he was saying that, uh, when his WCW figure came out, the Toy Biz one, he was like, yeah, I didn't even know they were doing it. I knew, knew nothing about <laughs> it until it came out and they sent me. And he was like, I, I had no idea. I didn't. We, we at WCW and Vampiros kind of told the same story. Like they didn't, they had no clue what was going on merchandise wise at all. Wow. So, and then Vampiro is actually very involved, which is awesome. Like he's such a great guy and super cool. And, um, I talk to him a lot <laughs> and, wow. and uh, he'll, he'll send photos. He'll pull costumes out of his closet that he still has and take photos for me and all this stuff. Like he's just awesome. And, um, and so, you know, we, we have a lot of plans to, uh, again, spanning his whole career, jump, you know, jumping all around, uh, trying to touch touchstones, a touchstone on, uh, versions of him that weren't made by, you know, uh, Toy Biz or um, the, the, it wasn't AAA that did the big, the big plastic one uh, with the red. Yeah. 
belt. Uh, I can't, I can never remember the name of the company that did that. Uh, I know, I know you're talking yeah, about. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> I'm sure the listeners know too. <laughs> if you're listening to this, you know what we're talking about. <laughs> or we just caused like four accidents of people in their cars. Like, I gotta look it up now. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> Stay yeah, off I've gone to a just a stupid amount of live wrestling over the years. Uh, I've seen thousands and thousands of live matches, so many so that most of them just blend together and I can't remember yeah. them. But I was very, very fortunate that I got to see Pentagon versus uh, Vampiro uh, at Lucha Underground. You were there that night? I was there. That may be my favorite match of all time. And it was insane. It blew my mind. I couldn't believe it. Like, I, I will never forget it. Uh, no. Blake, they pulled out all the stops. Uh, they lit a table on fire and, and put a guy through it. Bloody mess by the end of it. Like, at one point, like, I don't, was it? I think Penta had shards of the light tube and was cutting up Vampiro's head. Like, I mean, it was just, it was crazy. There was an incident there live that they cut out of the television show where one of them cracked a light tube over the other one's head and the broken piece of the light tube went flying into the audience and flew right past some guy's head. (laughs) Oh my God. I know they... I, I I know that the uh, match was actually much longer than they they actually edited a lot of that match out. Um, yes, you know, I think mostly for time, but uh, yeah, yeah. That, but it was um, God, that match that match was just amazing. <laughs> yeah, it was uh, it was funny because I I didn't have tickets, and that afternoon, uh, John Morrison called me. And he was like, dude, you got to get down here. These guys are going to do this match. And like, you got to see it. <laughs> nice. I jumped into my car and went straight down to the temple. And he was not wrong. <laughs> I, um, I wish Lucha Underground had had figures. And you guys yeah. are kind of doing a good job with uh, we'll, at least we'll doing what we can. Uh, honestly, though, if you look between, between us... Uh, Mattel and Jazzwares, a lot of those holes are going to be filled. You know, I'm, I I know Prince Puma doesn't wear the mask anymore, and he, you know, as Ricochet, but but it's also um, uh, Ijo del Fantasma was um, uh, what was his name at Lucha Underground? He had the red and black mask. Uh, yeah, what was his name? Oh. Uh... Not Mil Mortes. No, not Mil Mortes. We can't do Mil Mortes. Unfortunately, we can't do um, it, it, anything that was too, like very, very connected to Lucha Underground. We can't do. And like characters like Prince Puma and Mil Mortes, they own those characters and the, those mask designs and stuff. Gotcha. So, um, so yeah, we uh, like we can't do like Pentagon Dark. Like with the, he had a very specific vest when he was Pentagon Dark. Like we can't do that version, and that's okay. Like there's plenty of other versions to do. Um, but yeah, there's a, and if you look at the AEW roster, 
you know, um, Sunny Kiss was at, was in Lucha Underground for a little while. You know, Taya is coming out, and John Morrison at, at, is has a WWE figure, a new one that's really great. And um, you know, so a lot of those guys are going to start getting done uh, in other ways. And yeah, they won't be in the other co- in the costumes that they wore on Lucha Underground, but that you know, at least the talent's getting out there. So uh, a newer talent. Uh, at least to me that you guys are making that I'm really excited about is black Taurus. Oh yeah. And he's, he's over on impact right now. And, uh, and he's, he's awesome. Like he's just so good. And he just, he's so toyetic with that big minotaur head and the harness and the like leather straps and stuff. He just looks so cool. He's going to make a great action figure. I remember the first time I saw him live, uh, I was with Bill from Mattel and Bill bought his mask and was like, Oh, I hope he signs with WWE. I want to make this figure, (laughs) (laughs) but you're the man that gets to do it. Congratulations. He was also the, uh, venom luchador at at the, uh, last year's triple mania when they had introduced all the Marvel universe luchadors. Oh right! Yeah, Black Taurus was the was the Venom one. So why six inches with this line? As you mentioned, this is the first six inch line that you guys have done. Uh, what about the wrestlers? Do you think called for the six inch scale? Well, I mean, and, and you know me, I'm as a well as a collector, I I, I collect all scales. Like, but my heart is really uh, at a four inch scale. Like, I love the GI Joe scale and all that stuff, but. When it comes to wrestling, wrestling is bigger than life. Like the characters are b- bigger than life. Um, I, I and I think the the fandom across the board for wrestling specifically, they've been buying six inch figures for thirty years. So it just kind of made sense for us to to kind of stick with it and and kind of keep, keep it in, in line with what, you know, the, the other, the, the fans want and, and it, collect. We also didn't want, um, we also wanted to, if you had a dream match where you wanted Penta and Phoenix to team up against, uh, I don't know. Um, the Usos. Yeah. The Usos, which God, that'd be an awesome match, but <laughs> Yeah, if you wanted to fight the Usos, you could. You know, you could now have that in your figure federation or whatever. And so that's a lot of fun. Um, Initially, we didn't have, we also initially didn't have the four-inch license wasn't attached because Super 7 was doing their four-inch Legends Lucha Libre. Oh, interesting. The retro versions. Uh, Since since then, though, we we can do four-inch now. We haven't because the the lucha line is very. We have like I think, I think I've got like ten segments of the Legends Lucha Libre line that are. are we've only announced like four of them. Yeah, <laughs> I'm working on on like ten different segments of the line in different styles, different things, different items, different because we we Legends is interesting because we have what like a master license to it which means we can do everything, anything we want, we can do it. We want to do a board game. We can do a board game. Like we, you know, we can do all this stuff. Whereas like our uh, Phantom 
or Flash Gordon or Zoro. We really only stick to the four-inch collectible figures. Gotcha. So like, that's that's what our our license is only for that that little slice of uh, of the toy market. But we're with Legends of Lucha Libre, we have all of it. So we're we're really trying to to capitalize on that and make it fun. But because of that, there's a lot. You know, we're we're working on a ring. We're working on, um, you know, we've got the Luchasitos, the little like super deformed, cutesy guys coming. We've got the the mystery mascadas, which are the uh, it's the black bust. It's a little like two two or three inch black bust with a with a soft uh, replica mask that fits over the bust, and um. Those are coming. That's actually going to be the next item that that comes out from us because it's uh, it's moving very fast in the factory, and uh, they look. I didn't realize those masks were soft goods. That's well, they're not soft goods. They're soft PVC. They're soft PVC. That's still very. That's very impressive. Yeah, the the mystery mascaras are are soft PVC. Uh, Um, to do those in soft goods would have been incredibly expensive. Uh, but they're the masks are about a twelve inch. We actually stretched one, heated one up, and stretched it over a twelve-inch Hot Toys Loki. Um, <laughs> it didn't quite fit correctly because, because you know, the the mask the mask is much thicker than an actual mask would be. <laughs> it was really funny. Now, it the, this whole line is just very beautiful to me from the standpoint of like knowing you and knowing your passion for wrestling and the, the whole like boss fight story of you guys leaving Hasbro and going off on your own. It really touches me that you've been able to, to work on something you're so passionate about because when you guys left Hasbro, you didn't know what was going to be out there. You didn't know no. what you could have been working on. And the fact that this worked out and you guys got together with mass Republic and now you're working on something that you love is just very heartwarming to me. Oh, that's that. Thank you. That's it is. It's, uh, it's been a, a crazy, we're, we're, the company is eight years old. Um, and w- when we, when we were laid off from Hasbro, the one thing we knew we didn't want to do was go back to another corporation. So we decided to start the company and we kicked it off with our own product, our own IP of Vitruvian Hacks. And after a couple of years, we started to bring in licenses slowly. And now we've got like, I think 12 or 13 licenses that we work with, licensors that we work with. Like, you know, we've got Phantom, Flash Gordon, Zorro, Tarzan, Bleach, uh, the Umbrella Academy, uh, Legends Luch Libre, Sam and Max, uh, Bucky O'Hare. Uh, we've got Sunday Morning Comics coming up, which is like Dennis the Menace and Beetle Bailey and Hagar the Horrible and stuff like that. Like we, we just have so much stuff going on right now. Um, Popeye is our, you know, we've we've managed to bring in all these licenses, and um, it, it, we we it have a passion for all of them. Um, and, uh, we, when we first started, we had a, a, a wish list of licenses that we would love to get and everything on our, but not, we didn't, we haven't gotten everything on the list, but everything we ha- have right now was on our list. 
so that you know it's been a lot of fun and and it's it's been great i feel like you'd just be turning out uh various stormtroopers if you were still (laughs) yeah there's a lot to do with stormtroopers sometimes they have blue stripes or yellow stripes Sometimes our helmet is slightly different. Uh, right. I think the stormtroopers have a different knee pad. Like, I mean, there's a lot of variants. Sometimes they're a little dirty if they've been on Tatooine. Yeah. Maybe there's a burn mark. I tell you, I I would have uh, I would have put a bl- blaster bolt through my head if I had stayed on Star Wars. <laughs> and I don't hate Star Wars. Like that's that's it was just, just I was on it for so long and I was running out of steam and excitement for it because of it. Um, the funny part about Stormtroopers too is when I was a kid, like collecting stuff to play with, I always wanted one, but I wanted the Stormtrooper. And everyone normal. I found was like, it's the Sand Trooper with the rocket blaster. So his legs are haunched different. I was always like, just oh, yeah. please, for the love of God, <laughs> the white suits in the Death Star. I don't care that he was on Dagobah for 20 minutes. Man, yeah, the everything you guys have made has just been great. Like, the Bucky figures were the first ones that I picked up, uh, and I absolutely loved them. And the fact that you guys have been able to keep Bucky going uh, has just been fantastic. I feel like that's, that's an IP that had kind of been lost to time before you guys were able to bring it back. Yeah. I would, you know, in the end, it would have, um, it would, you know, would definitely would have helped if there was some sort of, uh, of, uh, media content to go with it. Um, but that's, we're not media content people. That's like not what we do. And, um, but yeah, Bucky's been a lot of fun and those figures are Andrew Franks who ran that line. He, He's just a killer designer, um, brilliant, creative guy. And those Bucky figures are just so much. They're so cool. So with with Pentagon and Phoenix and the other Lucha uh, figures, if people want to get these, how do they go about getting them? There's a number of different ways. Um, You know, the first stop is bossfightshop.com. We we ship anywhere. We... uh, we're even working out our shipping to the UK, which has been a bit of an issue lately, but we're, we're working it out now. Um, and uh, I would really suggest pre-ordering things. I know sometimes we get, you know, like the, these figures took us about six months longer than they were supposed to from, from, from our initial uh, start point uh, pandemic and everything had a lot to do with that. There was just, it's just constant, Toys never go as smoothly as you think they should. <laughs> um, and and on top of that, we're perfectionists, and so we we have a very high standard that is probably unreasonably high. Uh, but we we always want everything to be as perfect as possible. And I mean, it shows in the end. Like I hope so. <laughs> there's other companies I've waited, you know, eighteen months for a pre order on, and in the end, it doesn't. So, but with you guys, you haven't failed to deliver. Oh, thank you on that too. We, yeah, we do. We work really hard and we, we bust our uh, factories balls big time to get things right. And, uh, so yeah, bossfightshop.com currently our, 
Penta and Phoenix are sold out currently, but they're they're not really sold out. Um, as soon as we receive the the uh, truck, the the shipment in the warehouse, we'll send out all our pre-orders, and then we'll they'll go back up live uh, for the remaining pieces, which there won't be a whole lot. So if you want that Penta and Phoenix people, you need to. <laughs> follow us on social media. We'll be announcing when they're going back up for sale. Um, but yeah, you can also get stuff from big bed toy store, entertainment earth, um, uh, ringside collectibles, diamond comics. Uh, so if you want something of ours, if you want, you know, go to your comic store and tell them about it and find it in the previous magazines. Uh, the previous catalogs were, were in there now. So um, currently we have a uh, wave one of the mystery mascaras on pre-sale. We also have wave one of the Fanatico series on pre-sale, which is our, they're, they're, they're not basics. Um, they're, they're somewhere in between a Mattel basic and a, a Mattel elite. Oh, interesting. They're somewhere in between their um, articulation wise. But, but there's, they still have the same level of detail and, and sculpt detail and, and paint and all that as our premium line. They fit with the premium line. They're just, they're just less money. Um, and, you know, there's another Penta and Phoenix in there. You're going to see Penta and Phoenix a lot from us. <laughs> they're, they're kind of our, our cornerstones. Uh, Any chance that they'll be available in Penta and Phoenix's new store in Los Angeles? Possibly. Um, well, you know, that's actually, actually I was looking at photos from their store on Twitter the other day and was thinking about that. I'm like, we should probably get some of these to them <laughs> in, in their store. Have you, have you been there yet? No, because of the pandemic, I haven't really been going yeah. like anywhere, but as yeah. soon as I get vaccinated, I'll be going. Yeah. I, I think it's just a wonderful idea. The place looks fantastic. Yeah, uh, and it's it's something that LA needs. Like, it needs a wrestling like place. Yeah, like especially now with uh, pro wrestling gorilla gone for now, and the old Legion Hall torn down. Like, there's not like a a wrestling hub in Los Angeles, and I feel yeah. like this could be it. Uh, it's a real shame that they had to cancel WrestleMania here this year because yeah. I feel like their store opening right now, if it had been open in time for Mania with 100,000 people coming into town to see it, that yeah. would have been huge. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm excited. I'm excited to go check it out. But this, you know what I have been to is right down the street from where I live is the Neil Adams store oh yeah where you can nice. get the Bucky O'Hare stuff yeah and they also have a nice display uh or at least they did the last time I was in there of like the Bucky O'Hare prototypes and stuff yeah so what where do you want to go from here with the line like the, the flucha yeah and when can we expect to see some more announcements and stuff I know there's no physical toy fair this year yeah there's not and it, there is um it, coming up there's going to be expo lucha uh um virtual oh so if you go to mass republic 
or or uh, or Expo Lucha on on uh, or Lucha Central on Facebook. They'll they'll have a lot more about it. But um, we we oh. just put together a video for that event, and um, so we'll be announcing some new items then. Um, more some more premium figures some more uh we're going to be showing the illustrations for wave two of fanaticos which we've already announced um but we haven't shown anything for it yet and that's uh ultimo dragon uh hijo del uh hijo del pero gallo i can never say his name <laughs> correctly um oh i can't even keep my my own line straight anymore uh <laughs> Oh, uh, that's where Black Taurus is, and Ultimo Dragon, Vampira. That's right, it's Vampira. It's the the AAA like Mexico Vampira, like where he's got the long red braids and gotcha. Not the, not the ghoul makeup yet, although we are doing one uh, later on of him like that. But uh, I can't believe how many years it's been since there's been a Vampiro figure, right? Like. Uh, and really, it's only ever been the there's the WCW one, and then the um the the AAA one, and that's like it, like or CML, uh, CMLL one, I think, and like that's it, like that that's that's there's I guess there's like two or three variants on the the WCW one, um, where like jacket, t-shirt, no shirt, like, like things like that. There's a couple of variations, but that's it. For people that don't know, Vampiro and Conan are household names in mexico yes. they're not they they stepped way out beyond professional wrestling yep. and both became pop culture icons yeah like um, so on like telenovelas and uh vampire like uh, conan is a rapper and vampire is a punk band and like they're all over the place so, yeah this isn't just a wrestling line like these guys these guys are very well known and it's pretty incredible. They haven't had figures in decades. <laughs> Conan at one point was being like, used to be referred in the nineties was referred to as the Mexican Hulk Hogan. Right. Like that was the, that was like what they considered him. Like he was their big, big name. He was also huge back then. Like, man, that guy was yeah. jacked. Now, are you guys able to sell in Mexico or just the U.S.? We are able to sell in Mexico, um, and we've um, we are working on full uh, Mexican distribution. Uh, so ho- hopefully, we'll, we'll be we ship to Mexico, but hopefully, we'll be distributing into Mexico into stores, shops, uh, you know, in everything, in comic stores, and all that stuff. Uh, Hopefully by the end of the year. So. Have you ever gotten to go to like one of those Friday night arena Mexico matches? No, I was in, I was in Mexico city a couple months. Well, no, about a year ago now. Um, when we early in pro promoting legends of Lucha Libre, I, I was there in Mexico city and um, we didn't get a chance to go um, to one of them we were going to and then other things came up that night we couldn't do it but uh, uh next time i go i'm definitely going to go do that um it's on my bucket list yeah so if you're coming out give me a ring i i need to get out to la after this pan- pandemic is done and and do some we need to get out there and do some promoting as around 
up and down California because there's, you know, Lucha's Lucha is much bigger in California than it is anywhere else in the States. So, you know, it's, it's good to, it, it'll be good for us to get out there and do some promotion. That's another reason why I think the store, the Pentagon and Phoenix store is going to do so well is because it's just, it, it's an, there's an underserved market here of Lucha fans. It's so big. And I feel like the merchandising and the marketing and everything hasn't caught up to the fandom in California. Yeah. Man. So what if, if you could make any pro wrestling figure, any company, any wrestler of all time, who would you like to make? A lot of the wrestlers I, I, I would have said are in our line already. Um, but, you know, prob- probably my favorite wrestler of all time, and he, he's currently signed at WWE. I, I, I was introduced to him as a fan in, uh, at the WCW. Um, he is literally only a day older than I am. <laughs> uh, and that's uh, Rey Mysterio Jr. I would love to do a very comprehensive line of Rey Mysterio Jr. products. <laughs> all of his crazy costumes, all of his looks, like I it would it would either be him or 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 uh or Eddie Guerrero. Like he's my other favorite and I I would love to do to do those guys. You know, Mattel makes a lot of Rey Mysterios, but they do. They don't make enough. No, they make a lot of modern ones, and there's a lot of classic costumes that we need. Yeah, I, I feel I would love them to dip a little bit more into the well of the WCW, ECW costumes that he had. Um, but yeah, mostly they 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 do them uh, with the you know the baggy pants and the sleeveless shirt look more than anything. Um, which I get, you know, like. Uh, I still, yeah, I also still think there's a, a bit of a push from WWE themselves corporately to push the WWE specific product and not necessarily go back to the WCW. Like they, they really do try and they've rewritten that history so well to a point where the WCW EC I mean, Nobody ever talks about ECW at all. It's not even on the network. At least last time I was on there was. And I, I let the net network go. I canceled it like a year ago. But like, it, like they never talk about the ECW stuff. Um, and that's one. ECW is my main action figure want right now. Because not like... First of all, I absolutely love DCW and I love those characters and there haven't been great modern versions of those characters. Yeah. And there's an issue that WWE and Mattel owns the rights to the characters, but they don't have the actual performers under license. Yeah. So there's it's just even, no way to make this line at this point. Even then like the line is so blurred like we're doing 
uh, our first Hooventude figure is for, for from his ECW feud with uh, Rey Mysterio Jr. So like he's in like it, it's more it's more of his like it, it, it's very much his father's mask except his hair is out and you know stuff like that. Like he's in the red and blue. Oh, when I um, saw the the rendering, like I knew exactly what match that was from. <laughs> yeah, well, I had to, there are no high res photographs from that era, and I literally had to. I I I had to watch the match. Oh no, I had to. <laughs> but I I literally had to watch that match and like pause it, screen grab, pause it, screen grab, pause it, screen grab <laughs> to get like the tights graphics on the tights and everything. Um, but it was I, I love doing that. That was the first time I saw any Lucha was yeah. when I saw Hoobie nope. and Ray and those guys in ECW. Yep. And they were only in ECW for a couple of months before Conan dragged them all to WCW with him. <laughs> so um, other than the Lucha stuff, what else are you personally working on a boss fight? Oh, so uh, I manage uh, the Lucha line. I manage Zoro, Tarzan, and Phantom under our Hero Hacks branding. I manage our our main line of Vitruvian Hacks, and which is you know our fantasy series and our zombie series. Um, and then you know I kind of I don't really manage it, but I, I help out a lot with the um, our customizer line and our horses and all that. But we all kind of pitch in on that stuff. Uh, mostly Katrina manages that. Uh, and yeah, so it's, it's mainly those things, but it's, it's a lot. I, I really need an assistant. Um, I, <laughs> I need a junior designer to come help me. <laughs> Man. Yeah. I like, yeah, you, you absolutely do. <laughs> yeah. It was great seeing you. Thank yeah, you for coming you, on. It's been way too long. I'm so happy with the figures. I'm so impressed with everything boss fights doing and just very happy for you guys. I, uh, I, I always knew that getting out of Hasbro would be a good thing, but oh yeah, this has been it great. It was the best education in toys design I could have gotten. So, you know, I, I wouldn't, we wouldn't be able to manage boss fight if we all hadn't worked at Hasbro. So, yeah, sometimes you have to get uh, beaten up by the, the yeah. corporate way for a while before you yep. can go out on your own. <laughs> yeah, it seems like almost every career trajectory I see is we had to make it ourselves, then we got hired by the corporation, and then we went, I'd rather be making it ourselves. Exactly. But now we have the following from the corporation. Yeah. <laughs> so where can people find you online and where can they find Boss Fight? Um, well, I'm I'm just Eric Arana on Twitter and Facebook. That's mostly where I spend time. Um, Boss Fight, you know, BossFightShop.com, BossFightStudio.com is our website, which is currently in massive overhaul. Um, we're also uh, we're just Boss Fight Studio on Instagram, Facebook, Twitter. We're on all of those. Also, there's one of our characters from our zombie series, uh, Brittany Bites. It is a zombie blogger and she's on uh, Instagram as well, uh, taking photos. Uh, so <laughs> there we, we have a lot of, we're, we're out there. So awesome. Uh, Blake, where can they find us? 
Well, first they can leave us a review on iTunes, on Spotify, on Google Podcasts. And then, of course, they can follow the show on How Do You Figure Podcasts on Facebook or on How Do You Figure PC on Instagram and Twitter. And I'm at, as always, Blake, and Justin is at Tournament of Nerds. And uh, that's it. Awesome. Thank you, guys. <laughs>